No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another wonderful week. What's happening? What's happening, man? The episode you are about to listen to with the one and only Keller Williams is sponsored by Shop Shop Tour Bus. Bus. You know what you should do right now because you're at home and you don't have anything to do? You should go to shoptourbus.com online or if you don't have a computer in front of you, you should go to at shoptourbus on Instagram and go check out the kick-ass let it grow design that they that's just right. came out that's with. That's awesome. What is it? What did you say? You said huh. it's fungus. It's got the speakers and the mushrooms, and they said the the, fir- the first the first pre orders get the most fungus, and it, mm-hmm. it, there's a cute little write up about it. it. It's an awesome design. And if you are not familiar with Shop Tour Bus, when you order from them, you put in the promo code No Simple Road. No you're going to get road. free shipping. You're going to get a hand designed box with a one of a kind design on the inside. You're going to get a real live from the vault grateful dead bootleg that's been traded around and touched by deadheads all over the country but probably cleaned up and wiped down and be safe for you to touch and all that you could put it in your cassette player and you can have grateful dead magic come out and that's a little extra something that shop two of us is going to sure do is. for you because they love you and they just got that whole new group of bootlegs from the waldron family and they're sending those out now which that's super special that's right so if you don't know what to get those people in your life that love music as much as you do what what to get them for the holidays Go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get more, more than, than you bargained bargain for. More than you bargained for. We said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, well, Mel said the other day that I'm pretty easy to shop for. And that's the yeah. first time I, I ever. I said it today, as a matter of fact. That's the first time I ever heard you say that. Yeah, because somebody who's got a trillion hobbies, you're baking now, you're into music, you like technology you i mean there's a lot grateful dead like but if you got somebody in your life a guy in your life or a gal in your life that you don't know what to get them harry's got you covered man harry's does have you covered they do well they have you uncovered they're gonna hook you up for a limited time listeners of no simple road can get five dollars off a holiday shave set by heading to heck yeah harry's.com forward slash nsr okay so why should you bother with Harry's? First of all, you don't got to leave the house. You can nope. do it all from home, from the safety of your little hand 
computer deal thing, phone, whatever it is. You'll, it's a gift he's actually going to use. Harry's makes sharp blades that last. They're German-engineered and award-winning razors. Come on, man. Who doesn't, a hell of a shave. Who doesn't want an award-winning razor? I want I it. want a razor that won an award. I want one that came in fourth shave. place. <laughs> <laughs> it's backed by a 100% quality guarantee. So if he doesn't love it, he can get your money back. <laughs> and it's a gift to keep on giving. Harry's blade refills are as low as $2 each, so he'll save money over time. It comes ready to gift. These are really cool. It's like they're a, cute boxes, and they're a, sturdy, so you can repurpose the boxes too. Yep, and you can feel good about your gift because 1% of each sale is donated to charitable organizations. So this holiday season, new customers can get $5 off plus free shipping on any Harry's limited edition holiday shave set when you go to harrys.com forward slash NSR, and this set comes with a weighted handle three razor cartridges, foaming shave gel, which is awesome. I use it. And a travel cover, all packaged in a handsome holiday gift box. Don't give him socks or some lame-ass thing this year. Delight the guy in your life with Harry's. To claim your $5 off plus free shipping, go to harrys.com forward slash NSR and don't look like a wook. Hey, guys. Hey, Apple. What's up? Have you guys ever listened to Steely Dan? Out of a... Clam? That you got from Electric Fish Lights? Yeah. 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 Wow. All right, Apple. Thanks, man. You know, in the past, IQ used to stand for, like, your intelligence quotient. Not but anymore. Not uh-uh. Mm-mm. It stands for interlocking quadrilateral. Quadrilaterals. Thank you, Mel. It gotcha, is baby. a system made of 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. Like Peppa the Pig. Or SpongeBob. Or? The Grinch. There or you know. if you go or, uh, at, to at Electric Fish Lights on Instagram, you can check out the badass seven foot, seven foot Dang. electric Three fish color changing bulbs. Dang. It's amazing. It's pretty dope. So Way to go. basically anything you can imagine, they can make it. You just got to let them know what's going on. Which you is design the perfect it. time for Christmas, guys. You think of it. Think of your favorite thing. Yep. And you're doing something good for the planet because they're made from upcycled vinyl like milk jug plastic. They come with a 12 foot cord. 12-year energy efficient, safe to leave on, LED bulb, and a hardware kit to hang the light. They are good for your man cave, your your lady room, your, your yoga little den. little kid's room. Our grandson has oh. a couple of jellyfish hanging in his little bedroom. Isn't it the cutest lighting ever? <laughs> it's so cute. And they're safe to be used outdoors, like I said. Yes, they are. And if you put in the promo code NSR at checkout, you're going to get 10% off. 10% and off. any NSR family member that uh, orders the upgrade, upgrade to the color-changing light, you're going to get a special limited edition No Simple Road Electric Fish Light print poster that is going to actually jump off the wall when that color changing light activates. So go to electricfishlights.com. Don't forget, if you don't don't want a certain shape or fish or something, they also, for all the sports fans out there, he has almost every team covered. You can go look at him. You can get your team theme colors uh logo on there yeah think of a hobby amazing and stuff. then ask them what if they can make it maybe or your, a football or, or your favorite superhero or cartoon yeah. character mm-hmm. the first step of action is go yeah check go out check all the pictures out. and things they do you will come up with ideas you're gonna dig it no simple road has you covered this holiday and they're season. amazing people too so support an amazing family yes for real electricfishlights.com at electricfishlights on instagram and get enlightened y'all 
Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. If you could plug into the to the matrix, you wouldn't do it. No, I totally wouldn't. I didn't say it. Oh, good. I thought you said you wouldn't do it. No, I said of course everybody would do it. It's just that thought is scary. Hey, oh. now, no simple road family. Welcome back to another episode of No Simple Road no with me, simple Aaron road. and Mel and Apple and Darwin and Darwin. Yeah, and Darwin is present, holding down the floor really tight, like he does. He, he yeah, he makes sure he doesn't. The floor doesn't float up. That rug's going nowhere. So guess what, you guys? This week we have something special for you. Yeah, we Who do. We, we have the one, the only <laughs> Keller Williams. You guys, yeah, yeah. We caught Keller Williams in the car. We got to take a ride with Keller virtually and just hang out and talk. And you are going to dig this interview. He <laughs> so unique, such a unique talent of just tearing it up out there and you know what he's really been integral in getting my attitude through 2020 yeah, with a lot of people's yeah attitude. man so i'm really stoked to bring you guys this episode but first we're going to finish this conversation about the matrix and with, well yeah well yeah context i'm going to give you guys some context so i started reading um ready player two 
And in Ready Player Two, if you saw Ready Player One, they have the Oasis where you put in on the suit and the VR goggles. (laughs) And you can like be immersed in virtual reality. Well, I don't want to ruin too much, but in Ready Player Two, they take it to the next level and it is fully immersed by being in your head. And um, we were having a conversation about it on the porch and I don't know. I, I still think there would be factions of people that would be like naturals that would be like, I'm not, I'm not letting them get in my head. Like I feel like that yeah. with a lot of things, but now all those people, including myself, we're getting pushed out. You better like it or else. It will. Yeah, we've, we've been indoctrinated now <laughs> mm-hmm. through our phones, everything. We're already all plugged in and dependent on yeah, technology. So it's like, what's one more thing? Why wouldn't you do that? That's so and dumb. Especially that where you can experience anything. You could drop yourself into Jerry's body, Cornell 77. Yeah, and and you it's like a video game. feel what they felt. I mean, that's. There, I think there's people out there who'd be like, oh, you. if I get to do that, I'm just, I'm done. I'll be happy. I'll go on to whatever's next. You'd free range lump meat. That's what we would be. We'd be laying in pods, getting soy juice pumped into us. Like, I don't know. Bodies I, all atrophied. But think about that, man. You could be like a pro surfer on the biggest Nothing wave. Nothing makes me that excited. You wouldn't do it for real. You wouldn't try it. I'm not it. saying I wouldn't do oh, it. Oh, okay. But I can't even think of something that I would want to do that bad. I like what? For real? F- for reals? What? I have a, like what else? Maybe my li- my and mind is limited. I, one thing I don't want to do with fear of heights is like like free climbing. But or that something. would be like fun like in real in life that. for me. I would love to be able to train and do that. But no consequences. If you so fall, what? you just unplug. That's the point. <laughs> See, <laughs> That's why Mel, it makes it exciting. Mel start the revolution. She's, she's Mel, one of the factions. Yep. So I'll be start like, the I'm faction, guys. You're DM me if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> the original cell. That's the, right. I, I guarantee you the other four in this household would be plugged in. <laughs> Mel, Mel would be by herself wandering around the house while we were in our pods. Like, Darwin would oh, be plugged in. And I'd be like, fucking get out so you can help me clean. God, I want to need to clean. The house is already clean. Can't you put these on and see? <laughs> so <laughs> check this out on a completely different subject i'm gonna change change gears here so check this out uh on um thursday last week i started listening to uh dead and gone have you guys you guys hadn't heard of it no, right? no you, you just you've yeah. been talking about it a little bit and it sounds amazing so if you <laughs> i was blown away first of all i mean we do a podcast but this is like podcasting on another level like it's like watching a documentary in your mind and what the podcast is is like 10 episodes of them going back over a case of a missing person or a murder that happened on dead tour here i'm going to read you guys a little bit about it it's um in 85 two fans of the grateful dead were brutally murdered and police quickly arrested an African-American man who was eventually found guilty and sentenced to death. But for the last three decades, rumors have circled around the Grateful Dead community that police got the wrong man. So Dead and Gone is a 10-part investigative podcast that dives deep into this 35-year-old case, and they uncover brand new information like new witnesses with stories that point towards an alternative suspect who's still out there. So if, if you aren't familiar with the dead, and most of you guys are, don't worry... This podcast will not only explore the gruesome double murder and possible wrongful conviction, but it also explores the dark side of Grateful Dead 
and their cult-like following of self-proclaimed deadheads. But you know what? Wow, true crime spooky. podcasts are are all the rage, and if you're looking for the next true crime one, Dead and Gone is the way to go, so you could search that out there. It's super, super cool. The way they did it is really well done. And um, I I remember like back on tour hearing about people disappearing, and there was a couple really famous ones from back then of people that had just like, that would just poof. And it was something that would happen, you know, maybe even once a tour. And um, I think that's cool that they're digging into that and figuring out what was going on. Yeah. I mean, I, I, can you imagine like you're one of those people's parents or friends and you're in the lot with them and then just, they're just not there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then, like, that, I mean, that happens. And it's like, well, we'll end up meeting up, you know, exactly. they'll make you don't it back think home to have concern and, and then, like, no. I, that's the one thing that's kind of scary is that, like, it's kind of a vagabond wandering lifestyle. So you don't, you wouldn't be alarmed very quickly. So, like, usually they say, like, in kidnappings or things like that, like, you want the time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't think anything of it. It's like, oh, well, we'll see each other after the show. He just got spun. Or, well, you know, what? oh, you know what? He left early. You know, he was saying he was tired. Blah, blah, blah. And especially with more, more so with, like, dudes. Of course. Like, if me or Aaron got split up at a show, it'd be like, oh, jackass, wherever he went. He's he'll too be, He'll high. maybe be back at the hotel or whatever. But, you know. Yeah. I so. remember. I remember. um in when we toured we left we drove the school bus from um shoreline and the first show was in landover maryland so we drove straight out and in landover we picked up a dude and his name was bear and bear was 18 years old and he came from like this really conservative christian family so foot bear no not foot bear you never met this guy okay and bear was just like a big teddy bear, sweetheart guy. And it was his first tour. He had just been turned on the year before and he was just stretching his wings and out there doing it. And so he asked if he could get on the bus with us and we were like, sure. So we ended up in North Carolina at the shows and they had the buses park all kind of in the same place in the parking lot. And he was trying to make money for us so that we could continue going on. Like everybody that worked on the bus had their little hustle. I was doing tattoos and other people were doing stuff. So he was selling doses in the parking lot and he got miracled into the show and went in. And so none, nobody else on the bus got a ticket. And so the, we're all hanging out in the parking lot during the show and the show ends. Everybody comes pouring out of the show. Cars are leaving hanging out bears not there and two-thirds of the cars are gone bears not there every car every bus is gone we are the last bus in the parking lot bears not there and uh we're like the the security's like you guys got to leave like you can't stay so we drove down the street and parked and this is before cell phones or internet or anything like that And I don't remember how it happened, but we found a group of heads that saw him get busted going into the show. It was during a time when the um, ATF had a thing going on on Dead Tour called Operation Dead End. And they were infiltrated in the dead lot and they were like total wooks and they were ATF agents with like 
dreadlocks and tie dye and wearing skirts and Birkenstocks and dirty and like you, you wouldn't bind doses. You wouldn't know the people. difference. So Bear sold this guy half a sheet and ended up going to prison in Greensboro, North Carolina. And um, we the next day I called my dad because my dad had connections to police and law enforcement and stuff. And we ended up calling him and going to the jail where he was. And he ended up doing five years Jeez. in Greensboro from, from that tour. So I know what that feels like at the end of a show to, to not somebody. have somebody come back. Can we just go back to the part of the law enforcement's looking like deadheads? Like how fun would that be to get your outfit? Like you're like, okay, we're going to give you 50 bucks. You got to go to a thrift store. You got to <laughs> go get your outfit. You got to do calling this a lot. Hey, can you do, they, put some they, treads they in? You probably have to have like an insider that well, would be yeah. like, no, dude, no. Yeah, you're, 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 that's not, they're going to know you don't wear that. But think about like, they weren't just infiltrating the lot. They were infiltrating the family. Yeah. So, they, so you had to act a certain way, right. but, but even acting a certain way that you just be like, Oh, this is my first show. Like, Oh, and all's forgiven. Do you know what I mean? Family's so accepting. Like you're like, I don't know. Is my, my great brother just introduced me and I'm just excited. And you just oh, say any story. Exactly. Cause everybody's oh, so sweet. And like, we'll show tr- you around. Oh, you don't have any doses. We got you. Like, that's true. It's man. fucked up. It's that a perfect place up. to infiltrate and immediately be accepted. Where like if you're going into the mafia, who the fuck are you, dude, over here? That's <laughs> some bullshit take, ass. You better walk. know somebody. Exactly. You ain't getting into the show for a year or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna be hanging out. You're gonna be That's getting a us, family. You're gonna be getting us coffee yeah. and shit. Yeah. I, but that feeling of not of they were here and now they're gone. Yeah. That's, that's scary. Gnarly, man. And thinking back like that might have saved his life you know you never know seriously I, if I mean, we yeah. always think an awful situation is shitty and but come to find out maybe he was headed down some dark ass shit if he wouldn't have gotten caught and got like scared straight well if he would have come hanging out with us for the next year it would have been bad so <laughs> yeah. that's true hey if you're out there bear and you hear this this is aaron from the magic bus man and uh i'd love to hear from you and and see how you're doing brother you having stranger things have happened oh know? yeah oh that yeah that's a very in the realm of possibilities Absolutely. somebody listening to the show that's or knows him. Or what if he like cursed the dead the day, the day I, that they the ever The ground you walk on, <laughs> yes. fucker. Oh, I remember that. Too. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that, that well, especially you, Matt, while being on the road. But just in the years that I went to the Silver Bowl and a few other shows, you see the same people. Mm-hmm. And I, remember, I just remember when you said Bear, I thought it was the dude Foot Bear. Like no. Bear, he was always barefoot, so his name was Foot Bear. <laughs> and he was, he was so fucking cool. He was. Fucking funny, total fucking head. It, that, we had a lot of fun with them. Love Monkey. <laughs> Pigeon. Love Monkey Foot Bear. Yeah, everybody got names. It was, it was funny. What was your name, Apple? I wasn't you never on got tour. An apple? I wasn't apple. on tour. I was, I'm a, yeah, I'm always, always just apple. an apple. <laughs> I mean, Applejack, something silly, you know. And it was but. funny on all the other buses. It was like rainbow and sunshine and whatever. And our our bus was roach and pigeon. Why were you pigeon? <laughs> because in any city that we could go to, I could always find food. No matter what. <laughs> I could go around <laughs> pecking. For- I could fucking find food. I would go in the grocery store and walk down the bread aisle and take two slices of bread out of the bread container and then go in the mayonnaise aisle and put mayonnaise on the bread 
and then go in the make a sandwich walk and walk through, <laughs> through grocery store. But yeah. different times. Yeah, it was a different world. Not as many. I met you during those times too. Yeah, I was a little shady <laughs> then too. I clean up good though, don't I? Um, yeah, so it is uh, Thanksgiving week. Yay! Yes, and, uh, everybody is getting ready to celebrate their Thanksgiving. And Aaron, what uh, are you thankful for this year? You just had a really beautiful, epic birthday oh. time. Yeah, we had a so wonderful birthday celebration. If you could sum up what some of the things you're thankful for, what are three or four things that you are grateful for this year? Um, wow, you you caught me off guard. I wasn't ready. Because um, you're always steering. I know, so I always, now and it's a little it's tougher to this year. Like you move gotta, it around. No, it, so the bit. first, very first thing that comes to mind is family. You guys. Yeah. That is like the very first thing that yeah. comes like if it wasn't for you guys, excuse me, I burped in the entire No Simple Road family's ear just now. If it wasn't for you guys, I don't know how I would have made it through this year. It's not been fun or easy. And um, having you guys at the end of the day, every day here in the house takes a sting out of the pressure that's out there. And then I'm really, really grateful for No Simple Road. Yeah. Um, that is another thing that has really altered this year in an incredibly amazing, positive way. Um, I'm thankful for the connections that we've made. Um, and I don't mean that in any kind of a way, like connections in the business. I mean, like, connections with new friends and new family members and people that have come into our lives that weren't there last year that are going to be there for the rest of our lives. And um, I'm really thankful for that. And uh, I'm super thankful that we live where we live and have the house that we have because this really is a vortex, a bubble of like, I go out into the world and things are really, really weird out there. And there's a certain feeling when I'm outside and it's not like it used to be before COVID. And when I come home, that disappears completely Mm -hmm. and I feel safe and, and loved and cared for. And I don't feel that um, level of pressure and anxiety that's out there. There's like a force field around this place. And I'm really grateful for that. That's true. So what about you, Mel? Mm, I mean, I have to follow up with all of those. Those four, those are really good ones. Like our family really has, it makes everything easy to come home to, you know, like you can deal with like traffic, you can deal with an explosion, you can deal with your face being on fire, but then we come drive up into our driveway and walk in and it's just so tranquil with the windows open and the plants and the quiet and it really changes the perspective that is out there for me. Like it's safe and I feel, I feel good. And the connections that you're talking about, you know, we had that, that blessing come the other day, that little, you know, we just have such an amazing and beautiful, rich community, no simple road that I maybe didn't, um, recognize was so special initially 
you know, and as No Simple Road has grown and the years have gone, like the connections for people like Cody and Rain and Carrie and Jordan Jordan and, and just there's so many. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to say names because I don't want to forget anybody, but just those small little the, the group of people that listen, it just blows my mind at how they make themselves come alive in our real life. And it is so warming, heartwarming. And, um, you know, I have to say this and I know it'll sound weird, but I am grateful for struggle and trial and hardship because it has really (laughs) squeezed a lot of the last little bits of bullshit out of myself. It's I've really gone through a major cleansing this year and I mean literally like figuratively and I couldn't you know my life is pretty comfortable it's pretty beautiful it's easy it's great but then there's the other side of it <laughs> that's not those things and although I focus on all the positive stuff the hardships are really what turn me more into a diamond and I'm really grateful for that this year and having you guys and the family and the babies have really just strengthened me. So I feel really good because I wasn't feeling good. I, I would even say the last six weeks, last six weeks, I was kind of funky. My stomach wasn't right. My head wasn't right. My energy levels were off, but, um, you came through like all a champ. that struggle. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like physical struggle, mental struggle, emotional struggle, family struggle. Like it really has like, kind of shaken me and spun me into a new and shinier um, energetic field. So I love it. And that's cool. I don't want to keep feeling struggle. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) Not asking for it. Just saying now that I am maybe like, you know, two inches out of it right this moment, (laughs) I'm feeling good. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Two inches out of it. Still right there. (laughs) I got my eye on you. Struggle. That's right. Struggle. What's up, Apple? What about you? Yeah, what are you grateful for this year? Grateful for homemade pine weed next. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ditto yeah. on that no. fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> then, okay, same thing that you guys write. Obviously, family, family, all this, our community, cute little visits like Carrie. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about yeah. Carrie coming by and visiting a listener that we've now bonded with. Um, weird one for me this year, I would say. I mean, I, I, I love my work over the last few years. I'm thankful for work this year my work and what I do and being essential and it's getting harder to be like be like oh we're, we're giving people the medicine and helping them chill out we are but also there's days where like our regulars people you love are just like fuck you mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets annoying I know everybody feels that it's the, the wave like Monday can be awesome and then Wednesday everybody's assholes and so I'm I mean I'm thankful for work and most of all family in the podcast um our home, obviously, and just the, I don't know the su- the support that we all give each yeah. other in our house, and that goes out in waves and ripples to all these people, all of you that listen. And it's amazing how, like, barely how hard you listen, how well you listen. Yeah, yeah, it's, yes. We experience <laughs> that when we get to meet you, and that's one thing we've really missed this year is. <laughs> getting to go to shows and meeting more people in person, hugging and dancing, but that won't be it's back. coming. It's coming, man. Yeah. And I, and I really am. I wasn't joking. Obviously I am very thankful for cannabis 
for weed. It helps Empire. keep yeah. me good. And uh, Aaron's now, he got a, like a pie Bible. <laughs> and so he started making homemade pies. We got him a, a beautiful KitchenAid stand-up mixer for his birthday because he's really getting into the baking thing, and we want to encourage that. I don't know. What do you guys think out there? Should I open a bakery, man? <laughs> I, I think it'd be cool to have yeah, a great yeah, with all like, your extra time. A grateful oh, theme baby. Right. And you know, it, one of the things I'm most thankful for this year is my dad coming and visiting. Oh, Hell yeah. That was that, so That rad. was really special. It's, I mean, we've, we have had a good relationship for years, but that really, he came up here and you so heard all, you guys you. heard all that. He like smoked with me, which has been a dream to smoke with my dad. He got more into music and just the other day he sends me a picture. He's like, so I got myself a keyboard. I'm going to, I'm I'm going to teach myself, you know, I just want to have fun. I just want to learn to play the keyboard a little so I can have fun playing a musical instrument. (laughs) And that was birthed by him coming up here and visiting us. And now he's taking master classes with 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 Herbie Herbie Hancock. Hancock. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Pops is fucking getting groovy, man. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's fucking online taking classes. (laughs) He's the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm thankful for what we got. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I got to say to to all of you out there, I, look, man, I know this year has been weird, you guys, and it, it's not lost on us, <laughs> trust me, um, but it is that time when the end of the year is coming and like you get retrospective and introspective, and it's tough. It's t- This year is, is extra tough to find those things that you're grateful for because for a good portion of the planet this year has been a gigantic dumpster fire um but it's really important to find those those little things or even the big things that get you through it and show gratitude for those things because and this this might sound trite or silly or woo or whatever but when you are grateful it puts you in a frequency where you can receive more stuff and it that gratitude goes out into the world and it creates a ripple and the more gratitude we feel the more others feel it too so it's important and gratitude just gives you such a better attitude about stuff gratitude changes your attitude yeah gratitude (laughs) sets the mood and i remember keller Williams talking about setting the bar low. Do you guys remember that? Look, I'm not going to lie, oh, yeah. you guys. So you this, this was a while ago, but yeah, do you remember? Just, no, I yeah. don't. Because then, well, yeah, because then you're not going to. If you go into things with expectations, you're more likely to get disappointed. Right. He was like, every flight's going to be late. Every car is going to, you know, yeah, if you just not go into a happy go lucky, no expectations, and you're probably going to be pretty pleased, even if it's kind of shitty. <laughs> so I know, I know that. 2021 is going to be better than 2020. I know that. And that's where I'm starting. I'm setting the bar pretty low. It's just, it's going to be better. I don't know how or what or why, but that's where we're we're starting from. As a No Simple Road family, we're working from there. I'm really hoping that we get to see some of you next year and that there's music next year and that we're all standing in a field sweaty and a little drunk and high and listening to music somewhere and i am just keeping that in my head and continuing to visualize that and i want you guys to do the same thing 
And I want to say a special thank you to... I don't think that we have to throw sweaty in there. Okay, or not sweaty. (laughs) I want to say a special thank you to Jason and Audrey Mm. and Cody and Brienne and Mel and Apple and Ryder for making this the best birthday in recent memory. Like... I, I wrote it on Instagram. I feel like I'm power sliding into my 50s out of my 40s. And that birthday party was the perfect beginning to the last year of my 40s. It was the best. I am 49 years old, you guys, and I had a slumber party for my birthday. And it was the best fucking time super ever. Fun. And it was great. If you want, you can go on Instagram <laughs> and see, and see a little bit of the shenanigans that happened. I don't really... There the, wasn't really shenanigans. Well, it was just a really beautiful night. It was a great night. It was of music and a fire and, family. and just fun instruments. And it was no shenanigans. It was straight up a good time. Okay. It's just straight up spending time with the people that we love, that who we call family now in Oregon and who love you. And seeing Aaron's twinkle in his eye, opening up his presence was probably... The cutest thing I've seen all that month coffee long. Coffee mug is dope as fuck. It, there's nothing like it. It was like seeing you when you came out of the bath that other day. Like you <laughs> were so, it's like what you needed. It's what you needed. And <clears throat> to be able to cheer you up genuinely without having to ask if you're in a good mood. You know, like you do something and you're like, are you happy? Are you ha- yeah, you we know? didn't have to. Didn't, there's no asking. Right. You didn't have to ask. <laughs> are you happy? Oh, you're faking it. No, it you was know. like you, it was written all over his face. He felt special. He felt like a little kid. Mm-hmm. He felt like he got what he wanted. He felt like he was excited. Like it was all the things you want yourself and your kids to experience and your loved ones like pure joy. Yeah. And during this, you know, crazy time of 2020, this is a rare, unique, beautiful experience to have. And so I was just glad that all of us could be a part of doing that for you. There was a a moment in, in the night that you and I were alone and I was really high and we were in our room Mm -hmm. and you said something to me that really like it hit me hard in the chest. Like you were like, you did this. All of this is happening because of you right now. Like these people are here to celebrate your birthday and I'm here because of you. We're here in Oregon because of you. This happened. And I was just like in that moment of being really open and buzzing and high and it hit me. I was like, holy shit. So, and I gave you something very special. Yeah. And you gave me that amazing gift. Yeah. So it was full of magic. That's another reason why it had that effect. Like I really, like I was waiting. (laughs) I was, I just knew I had my little special little seat. I had given you other gifts too, Mm -hmm. but I was like waiting for this one. And it was just like a personal magical gift. And I just knew that, that I wasn't like, when everybody leaves, I was like, no, I'm just going to wait till the right moment. That's all it was. I was like, I'll know when the right moment is. That was the right moment. Yeah. So thanks, babe. You're welcome. Thanks for saying that. And it's true though. It's very true. I I started to just kind of reflect myself on who was at the party and what we were doing and what was happening. And 
it was small, it was intimate, it was full of love and cute little touches, the lighting, thanks to electric fish lights in the house, not just them, but... And Audrey. And Audrey. <laughs> um, she had these like beautiful candles and then the lights were on, like everything felt like a dream, yet you could do whatever you want in the dream because it was, we were awake. And hey guys, that's how you should feel because you are in a dream, it's called life and yeah. you can do whatever you want. So yep. you should feel like that all the time. And um, I should feel like that all the time. And you know what? It is because of you guys, too. It ain't just because of me. It's because of you that we're here doing this. And if you go on the Instagram and you see what I said, I meant every word of that, man. You guys are super important to us. And we miss you when you're not around. And when we're not doing the show, we think about doing the show. And we think about talking to you guys. And we hear back from you just like anybody else so we love you guys and i just want you to know that i'm grateful for all of you this year and we appreciate you more than you even know so. i learned something really cool this year what? and i heard something really cool this year and it was somebody had said if you're in a relationship then you're a gardener and depending on what how your garden looks is how good of a gardener you are and this year during the pandemic, I really started to focus on taking care of my house plants and learning when they look tired or sick or water or overwatered. And I just started to think about, I always think about things in multiple ways, but I started to think about gardening and gardening my spouse and the plants and how it really is just tending to your garden. What does that mean? It means taking off the dead leaves. It means watering it when it needs it it means replanting it when it gets too big it means putting it in sunlight and change it when the seasons change it means paying attention and so I started to apply that method to how I treat you and paying attention to your moods and your demeanor and how you look and how you literally feel and it's in subtle ways but I've just been treating you like kind of like the plants in the house like what is what does he need today does he need a little alone time let me back up a little bit does he need some encouragement does he need to know that i love him does he need a special treat like i've just been doing that in my own little way i think that that's awesome first of all and being cooped up and quarantined like all of us are I think that's something that we all should be doing with each other in this space. It's important. If you're with somebody all the time and not even in a romantic relationship, just in a relationship with somebody, it's really important right now to pay attention to them yeah. and, and see where they're at and be sensitive and, and to help each other through this. Cause Absolutely. you know what, man, we only got each other at the end of the day. That's it. It's yeah. you guys out there. Yeah, you whoever got, you're around, yeah. that's who you got. That's it. So take care of those people in your life, man, and they will take care of you back. And that's the way it works. It's reciprocal. And you know what? We're going to get them to the interview. We're going to do it. We're going to let them hear this cool conversation with Keller Williams. And um, yeah, any any parting wisdom from either of you guys? No, just enjoy no. this awesome <clears throat> conversation with uh, Keller Williams. It was super fun at the time, and he's doing so many things. So ch follow him on Instagram and 
uh, yeah, thanks and for Keller, listening. What is it? Keller in the cellar. Keller cellar. <laughs> Go Keller check it cellar. out. Yeah, you guys. So without further ado. Wait, what? No business this week? Oh, yeah, huh? I hate wow. to bring it up, but yeah, we didn't After do all that any, nice any... stuff, we're going to do yeah. business. Well, we got to do business. It's, Follow us on Instagram, everybody. Follow us on nosimpleroad.com. Or no, not follow us. Visit us at nosimpleroad.com on our website. And click on the merch tab if you guys want to get some people some fun No Simple Road merch for Christmas. And also go ahead and go on to patreon.com because we need your support. We need your help during this Christmas season and every other season. And if you're being fed by the show, if you like what we're doing, drop us a buck or five bucks or 20 bucks or a one-time offer of whatever you want. And just let us know that you're thinking of us and... Don't forget to leave out those five, or don't forget to leave those five star <laughs> reviews. We don't want you to leave them out. We want you to, to put them in. Put them in. Yeah. And leave us a cute little review like, hey, thanks for the show. You guys are fun. We love you. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. That's what else of the business? That was, that, that was, was the, pretty the, much the, it. The ball of cheese, mall of cheese. <laughs> the whole, <laughs> right? I, <laughs> I try yeah, to keep reviews. it short and sweet because we've been uh, rambling on, and I know you guys yeah. like our ramples, but still. Uh, yeah, fill, follow us on all the stuff and things and, you know, send us some love, some DMs or whatever and be nice to each other and love yourselves, I, man. I, I got to say one more Men thing. And women. Mel, <clears throat> Mel did bring it up, but patreon.com forward slash no simple road. It, it's the holidays. And if you want to do something for no simple road to get us a gift for the holidays or something like that, that's how you can help us out. Every year, everything goes up. And costs go up and 2020 was no different for us. And like we've told you a million times, we were part of not doing anything this summer, just like all the bands that we love. We didn't get to do any of that stuff. And that's how we make the bulk of our cash. And that didn't happen this year. So we really need like the push at the end of the year here through the holidays. So if you're, you know, of the mind and in the spirit, throw a couple bucks to no simple road through patreon or if you don't want to do the it's patreon you. thing you can do it through paypal and just no simple road at gmail.com is the email address for our paypal so that's all i have to say about that all right all right and one last very special thanks to carrie for coming by here we'll we love you carrie hi we have another one that we have to do i thought no, no. not oh. tonight you they anyway. always change it up on me and they no i said that as soon as we got home i'm Apple's burnt. Oh, okay. All right, guys. We're going to get you the interview. So, without further ado this time, the No Simple Road crew gives you Keller Williams. What are we doing? What's we're, going on? We're doing a warm-up to seeing Keller Williams live at the uh, Skull and Roses Festival on <sighs> right, April 8th. Right. Oh, God. 2021. Dude, I cannot wait. Mel, can you wait to get to Skull and Roses? I can have to. Yeah, I guess we do have to, huh? Yeah. No, 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 really. What we're doing is we're getting ready to call uh, Keller Williams. So sit back and relax and, and you know, what, what, what should they do? Apple? Listen, besides that, that's boring. Do, huh? do, tell that's them, not do boring. We're else. not boring. Mel, help Listen. me out. Sit back, grab, relax. Grab a little uh, yoga mat, roll it out, sit down, lay down, put your headphones on and listen to us talk to Hello. Keller. Uh, stand by a second here. Stay, there. Standing hey, can by. you hear me? Yep. All right. Can you hear us okay? Yeah. How you doing, man? 
I'm just fine, thank you. It's, it's a really good time. We just hit traffic. I got like 20 miles to my house, and uh, we just hit traffic, so it'll be nice to have the the noise, the travel noise, cut down. Cool, man. This is Aaron, by the way. Hi. Pleasure to finally meet. And then I got two others here with me. Uh, hey okay. Keller. Hey Keller. This is Mel, and we also have. And and then I'm the third member here. This is Apple, and. Just, just real quick, just so you know who we are, I'm not sure if you but Aaron and Melanie and me moved up here to Portland, Oregon about four years ago and started a podcast about three years ago. And we now have the okay. honor of talking to people like you, some of our, you know, musical heroes and stuff. And we thank you very much oh. for giving you some, giving us some of your time today. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So Keller, man, what are you, what are you up to? You said you're driving. Where, what do you, what are you up to? Yeah, well, things are starting to uh, open back up musically. Uh, it's been a real uh, welcome change to the, the past six months. But uh, a lot of people uh, have uh, figured out how to socially distance the show, and uh, I've been I've been fortunate enough to play I don't know eight eight shows or so um, in the past uh, you know months month and a half and um uh it's been really amazing like things like drive-in movie theaters uh where people are allowed to be around their car (laughs) and and uh and then the you know there's cameras and then you're up on the big screen and some of them dial it into you know know, 107.5 or whatever yeah (laughs) and and so that's really cool and and, uh, so yeah last night i was at this farm uh, in New Jersey where, uh, you know, folks brought in their own chairs and everybody had a big, uh, like a tree stump placed in the middle. So you could, uh, you know, have a table, but it was like little roped off pods, no more than, than six in the party. It's the same thing and, we do with uh, our blankets. You lay down a tarp yeah. and you don't want anybody to step on it. Now they can't. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now it's, now it's legal. And now, now it's like, you know, or if you wrote it off, you were just a, you know, a douche. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Yes. no shit. laughs> That's cool, man. I, I wonder, but from your perspective, playing those type of shows, like there's an energy that's created when we're all together and the crowd is vibing with the musician, musicians vibing with the crowd. And there's something to be said for sweating on your friends, man. And uh, it, <laughs> yeah. does it feel different to you playing these type of shows? Yeah, it, it it does, but at the same time, um, it's really a relief mm-hmm. to play in front of humans. And you know, uh, I've been uh, fortunate enough to do fifty episodes uh, from my basement of a, a thing we call live from Keller Cellar, and uh, like I don't know, seven um, different camera angles in a couple different rooms. And uh, my right hand man, Louis Gosain, does all the sound and, and the film editing and uh, all live. And it's uh, usually most Mondays and Wednesdays. And I'm taking most of October off. But we did get the episodes, you know, from uh, March until, until you know, I guess we're 52 episodes actually. Right? I've been there with you for, for a good, good grip of a man. That's one thing I wanted to say to you, you know, like all all the 
interview stuff aside, Keller. Thanks, man. <laughs> this this oh, shit wow. this shit hasn't been easy, dude. And yeah, things like what you've done have really softened the sting of it in in my soul, man. And and ours, the three of us. It's it's well, fun. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate you saying that. And uh, it goes both ways. It goes you know same for me as well. As far as you know waking up on a Monday, you know, excited that I have a, a show that night in the basement. And, uh, uh, and it, it just, uh, you know, the, the small community that came out of it is, uh, it's really a, a beautiful unplanned thing. So um, that's a silver just, lining I'm, for sure. <clears throat> right. Right. And that, you know, just so, so having that, I'm able to keep, I'm able to keep the chops up, but to answer your question, yeah, it's totally different when people are spread it's people, you know, it's, it's humans, it's energy, it's, it's theirs. Uh, it's, it's so not that I, not that I don't love my, my basement shows, but this, you know, it, it's just so much better when there's, you know, people, people there, like, you know, it, like it, actually, actually there, human breathing. It, it, that's the, the, I don't know if you're thinking of playing music as alchemy and you know, you, you could do that by yourself and there's a certain substance that comes out of that. But when you add a crowd to that, there's a different alchemical solution that comes out of that mix, man, that, that I haven't found anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, and, and, and when you, when you're around that all the time and then you take it away, it could really wreak havoc, uh, <laughs> havoc upon, upon your, your mindset. Yeah. It, it definitely did. I definitely, you know, I definitely leaned into the, to the, you know, just never really had ever taken uh, more than a month off. I think I took a, about a month off for each kid being born. Right. Uh, I want to say maybe, maybe it was a month before and a month after. So maybe it was two months uh, for each kid. But then other than that, it's, uh, you know, for my whole adult life, you know, I've never had that much time. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's, three, four months in and, uh, you know, I'm starting to kind of lean into it, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, not good for my health, uh, physically or mentally, uh, because I definitely just, uh, you know, I just, I was, I was, I was one of many, many people that were probably, you know, feeling the, the, the mental health issue of, of, of what's going on and, and, you know, if you didn't want to get up, you didn't have to. You didn't have to get dressed. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. It's just, it can really mess with you. And it did. And uh, I'm uh, happy to say that uh, I'm still here. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, man. I, I was just saying to Melanie the other day, like, I I could see myself losing my mind in this. And, and, yeah. and I, have a, I have a great living situation like my life is good dude yeah your support system i have a community of people i talk to people like you i i live with these guys you know we want for nothing but taking away that human connection and Mm -hmm. and not having shit to look forward to is is fucking hard or removes the magic yeah yeah how what and and you know social media is such a weird thing because you're really just seeing the best of everybody so for you to Mm -hmm. say that is strange because you look 
so happy and having yeah, like well, you're having so much fun. What do you do? And, well, and you're responsible for bringing so much joy too. Like you're putting it out also. You're you may be like having to put it on, but you're giving it out also. So that's a whole other aspect of it. Right, right. Well, thank you very much for saying that. And 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 just like you, uh, my living situation is is uh, really fantastic as well. So uh, it it would have been so much different uh, in a in a a smaller place. And I, I really uh, understand the the difficulty of say like raising a small child mm. in a in a tiny little uh, space during this whole thing. Uh, you know, th- I, that would uh, probably be the end of me but so i'm very grateful <laughs> I'm, I'm very very grateful to to, to have the space that I, that I had and uh, all the the social media stuff you know there's like days and and there's bad days you know and, and uh uh i think it was kind of like uh in the beginning in in uh in the spring in virginia it's normal for it to get really hot really early mm-hmm. and it didn't. And so it was like, uh, there was humidity in the air. It was, it was spring. It was like still having fires at night and, and, you know, I was leaning into it. But then once, once the heat came, you know, it's kind of like pushed me inside. Right. And, uh, and, it, and that was tricky. Um, but, uh, now the weather's starting to break and, uh, and I'm feeling good. Yeah. What, what, when you got pushed inside, cause I know for sure that there's a lot of people that listen that are feeling that roller coaster and, and are hurting man. And, right. and it's good to, to hear from other people, what their coping mechanisms are. What, what are some of the shit the things that you do to cope with that roller coaster, the up and down? <clears throat> um, there's like this, uh, kind of tiki ring toss you know it's like a, a little uh, little hook you put in uh to a tree or, or to a the side of a wall and then you hang up another little string above it and it has a little ring on the end mm-hmm. and you try to hook that hook that ring on that little uh hook there i know what you're talking uh, about and yes. that that became um <laughs> that became my jam you know to kind of like force myself to go outside and, and and take in the air and the sun. Yep. And uh, but then you know I just got too, too good at it, and I just was hitting it in one shot, and <laughs> it just wasn't fun anymore. So I start I started doing it at night, you know, when it's totally dark and I can't see anything, and uh, and that made it a little more challenging. Uh, so so that helped out a lot. And then uh, I think every Friday night, yeah, um, I would uh, do. Uh, uh, Friday night cheese. Uh, that that was something I look forward to. Every Friday night, Nugs Net was would put on like a uh, a string cheese video. Those were uh, some good YouTube. shows they put out too, man. Yeah, and uh, and so in the you know the beginning it was cold, still chilly outside. I have these big fires and and have a uh, you know the big sound system in the back and just. Uh, pumping decibels into the into the woods and uh, so that 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 was that was super positive and then you know my kids every friday night they you know dad would go into friday night mode uh, and that became that became the norm you know like oh god there he goes dancing around the fire again uh, so that that really helped out a lot and i think there was 
definitely a lot of that was documented in those early yeah. uh, social media posts. That was the stuff that like I was watching that going, okay, if he can be happy, damn it, I can be happy too. And you know, like I'm, I'm going to make it through this with him, man. And yeah, it, it it's, it, it turned into a weird world really, really fast. And yeah, I didn't see it coming. And I don't think anybody did. And one of the last things I remember before it all went down was you playing a show and it was as the lockdowns were starting and you made a post on social media and you were like, this is either going to be the best decision I ever made in my life or the worst decision I ever made in my life. <laughs> and I said, you're going to be, you're going to, I commented and said, you're going down as a hero, man. Thank you for, for playing at least one more show, brother. <laughs> it was like, fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had, there was a you know, Thursday night. I think it was in, uh, Memphis. and, uh, what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I think I was the only one in like the Madison House paradigm, you know, this management and booking company yeah. uh, that uh, hadn't canceled. And uh, I think I went ahead and did the show. and uh, But then uh, definitely kind of got guilted out of doing the rest of the shows. Yeah. I mean, both the rest of the shows were, were the rest of the weekend, I believe was like Little Rock, Arkansas and Oklahoma city. And both of them had done moderately well ticket wise. And both of the owners were like, fuck it, let's do it. Oh, shit. Uh, and, uh, but then no, we got uh, totally guilted. Um, and, uh, so I flew home on that Friday and on Saturday I started, uh, taking a machete to all this, uh, this brush I've been wanting to cut down. And a week later, I'm like, you know, sitting down by the river in a, in a beach chair with this fresh, um, cut through the thicket with my machete. So yeah, the, the memories, the memories, the memories just kind of start coming back. I'm starting to think yeah. of, is that, you know, how, how do you, how do you deal with that? Well, you go to, go into the thicket with some, with a machete. Break and cut some shit down and I take was, your frustrations yeah. out. That would feel good. Yeah, it would. I did. Yeah, it, it did. So it's all, it's all grown. It's grown back up now, but <laughs> you know, but then, then again, the, uh, the, the weather's turning. I can get the machete out again. Once these, once these outside shows stop that, like I said, man, I'm, I'm really glad that it's, it's starting again. We're, we're on the West coast. Like Apple said earlier, we're no. up in Portland, Oregon, and we're, right. we're still showless hippies up here. And, uh, but it, it's good to see, that it's happening out there. And I wanted, I wanted to ask you something. Uh, you just brought up memories coming back. And when I first started doing this podcast, like I had no idea what it was going to be. And, uh, I just started talking about my experience of going to my very first grateful dead show and, mm. and what that did to my life and how it changed everything. And with somebody like you, you, you have been like 
there through my entire journey through all of this as as a as a voice and i'm curious with you man what what started you on this road of playing jam music and doing what you do well uh i guess it started with um just little restaurant gigs as a teenager and um and you know i was kind of uh just playing covers trying to get meals and tips and stuff and uh, just being let into the bars, you know, after a certain time was, was frowned upon. Uh, but then, you know, I got like a, a temporary job for, for a temporary construction company. And, uh, you know, minimum wage was probably like 350 or, I don't know, four bucks, something mm-hmm. like that. And then, uh, you know, I, I started, I, I made like, a, you know, $75 sitting on a stool playing covers. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, after taxes, it's probably about what I, you know, less than what I made uh, eight hours with that uh, temporary construction job. So I think it was probably then. That's, that's, when, my, that's, that's when my journey started. Uh, but, um, you know, I went, um, got into the Grateful Dead, I guess, right around um, 86, 87, uh, and I think 87 was my first show. And... Uh, and then just kind of connected with folks in the parking lot. And, right. and, uh, and then once you get into the real world and start playing your own gigs and you start seeing folks from the parking lot in your audience, you know, that's kind of when, um, uh, a connection, I guess was made. Right. And, um, uh, and that was, whoa, that was probably, uh, uh, in the early mid, you know, early nineties. Yeah. That's I, my first show was in February of 1989. So it's right around the same time. And that, that's, nice. that scene then was, was nuts. It was, everything was changing and, and mm-hmm. there was some darkness on the horizon and whatnot, but mm. things like what you do came out of that. And, and I guess in a really long road roundabout kind of way this too came out of that and also stuff like you playing with cheese came out how did that whole thing start up uh yeah that um i moved to colorado in 95 uh with their uh, steamboat springs from 95 to 97 and um they uh Oh yeah, I guess I guess I saw them first uh, on my first stop in uh, in, in uh, Colorado, which was Telluride. We I went out there with the sole mission of going to Telluride Bluegrass Festival, mm-hmm. and um, and then saw Sting Cheese after like a you know after show uh, in the small bar in Telluride in the base, and uh, there were four pieces at the time. There was probably sixty you know sixty hippies in there, uh, and the place just dumped. It's just, uh, just, just uh, sweat. Bo and kind bud. and <laughs> bo and kind bud and 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 dirt and and it was uh, and and the music just blew me away. You know, it was just kind of switching from salsa to jazz to bluegrass to funk, but all with acoustic guitar, acoustic mandolin, electric bass, and and this crazy left-handed drummer who was playing. Mm-hmm. You know, congas and and kick snare and hi hat at the same time, which you know blew my mind. Travis was probably the thing that really 
triggered me was the way he was, you know, kick snare hi hat with with a hand and a foot, and then uh, um, you know, uh, percussion with the other hand right. uh, at the same time. And so then, I, uh, you know, I, I went back and saw them and tell you right a couple weeks later, and then down again and uh, saw them in uh, Colorado Springs. This is kind of they were hitting all these little these little bars and and just picking up steam and. I think I met Keith first uh, uh, outside the show in Colorado Springs, and we connected. I gave him a ride home, and and uh, he was up in Boulder, and um, and then just the friendship kind of went from there. And then I think I opened for him for the first time in uh, December of '96 uh, at Fox Theater. Oh wow! And okay. then started started did the whole uh, spring. 97 tour with them on the West Coast. His first time ever playing on the West Coast was that on that tour, spring in 97. Yeah, the, those guys, there's there's something really special there, man. I, I've been to a lot of concerts in my life. And mm-hmm. last year we went and saw them at the Cuthbert Amphitheater in Eugene. And I love that place. I was tripping my face off and it was pouring, <laughs> pouring rain. And they play, it was my favorite show I've ever seriously, like ever been to in my whole life because of the, the rain and the music. And the, it was like one of those times when everything kind of syncs up and life just feels it was amazing. a magical evening. <laughs> yeah. Th- there's something special there, man. There, I feel that same like love vibe that I felt from the dead, that same kind of right. thing. Yeah. It's a, it's beautiful. And yeah, it, they definitely they they definitely have the love. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know, I I wonder too, man. Like, I know what it was for me. I and I I know Apple knows what it was for him and Mel for her. Like, all of us have our reason that we gravitate towards this kind of music and and what it does for us. But for you, what was the what was the draw to this? improv what was the the thing that made that special for you um well i think that the the draw you say the draw to the improv yeah um it was definitely uh you know just living that music um you know it's you know when when you're chasing the, the the grateful dead around and then you start your own thing using the skills that you learned on the Grateful Dead tour, you know, I think, uh, um, that kind of, you know, gets you quick on your feet, uh, feet, try to be thrifty. And, uh, and along that, you know, living that life, you just listen to all different kinds of music and, and the way, uh, sometimes the best, uh, the best way to be is, is just living, uh, on the edge, especially with music and the, and the improv is, uh, just going in distant places with uh, other other people it's definitely interesting to to improv uh, as a solo act mm-hmm. uh and uh, lots of lots of places you can go but uh for me it, it, it's best when uh, it's with actual humans and everyone's listening to each other and, and uh without a net it can go some really beautiful places and you know in the same token it could fail miserably too. And that's all kind of part of the excitement. Yeah. That's part of the fun of it is that, yeah, that adrenaline rush of, Oh fuck, I could blow it at any moment. And, mm-hmm. and then when it hits that, that rush is insane. 
And that's what yeah. we, that's what we're vibing from. Yeah, and if you if you hit a wrong note and then you play it like three times, you call it jazz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, you bring up playing with other people, and and what you do is so. There's, I, I can't think of anybody else that does anything even close to the same thing. It's so unique. And thank you. Yeah, and man. Fun. And fun. Yes. Always fun. And listening to you this morning, I was we were listening out on our porch and it, it seems like you would have to like be twenty five different people in your head playing with them as musicians. Does it feel like that when you're when you're looping and doing what you do? Do you kinda of have to fracture yourself to, to be able to be in the flow like that? It's time for set break. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, it my, is. My throat's yeah, a little scratchy from screaming. All too, for set oh, water. hey, look what I got in my purse. What? Clyer. Oh, that Throat 37? Hell yeah. That stuff is oh. so bomb. It is a, a soothing, all-natural throat spray that was created and tested by singers for singers. It's packed with organic, globally sourced ingredients and that work delicious. to heal. There is no bullshit in there. No chemicals. It doesn't numb you. It doesn't have side effects. It just makes your throat feel better. So if you're getting that tickle in the back of your throat or you're feeling weird, give yourself a few sprays to stimulate some fluid circulation. It fights inflammation and coats your throat. The result is fast, long-term relief that allows you to keep on trucking and get back in the game. Clyer's vocal health products have been endorsed by the lead singers of band like... Twin Peaks and Giants in the Trees, as well as the cast of members of Moulin Rouge on Broadway. And us here at No Simple and Road. now, No Simple Road listeners get 10% off Throat 37 at clyre.com slash throat 37 with the promo code SIMPLE. That's C-L-Y-O-R dot com slash throat 37 promo code SIMPLE. And now... That is simple. You know what we should do? I don't know. I feel a little better after the yeah, me too. throat spray. I feel like I want to I, cough I really from like a little bit. I like premium of... cannabis that before we get great. back into the Where second set. Where should we get set. the premium cannabis from? Well, you could go to Define Premium Cannabis if you're up Boop in the Portland area. We've got two locations to serve you. One in Hillsboro, where I work at, and one in Forest Grove, where I also go once in a while, too. <laughs> and if you come in into the Hillsboro location on Monday through Friday uh, in business hours, Apple will come out of the back room in a puff of smoke dressed as a samurai with a giant sword and he will slash the prices because you will tell him that you are part of the no simple road family and he will give you 10 percent off your purchase and a free t-shirt so go in there hook yourself up with something to wear something to smoke something to munch on something to wipe on your body something to make you feel good something to relax your mind something for everything right. yeah and hook yourself up two locations to find premium cannabis Take care of your head. Take care of your head. Why do you always like to repeat everything? Oh, shit. Dude. I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> hey, guys, quit it. Quit talking. The band, oh, yeah. the, the shh, show's on. coming back oh on. Okay, shh. Everybody, right. lights, lights are coming. All right, here we go. I think it's going to be St. Stephen. <laughs> it's never St. <Saint> Stephen. <laughs> well, um, lately I've been really trying to simplify it a little more and... Uh, kind of lining up the kick drum with the, with the bass more instead of a real open, loose kind of jam. And uh, I guess the, old, the older I get, the more like a tighter of a jam I want to solo over. Uh, so it's, it's, it's more like um, 
just thinking uh, of the basics first, you know, just the bass and the drums and, and, uh, and then just kind of going from there and letting the guitar, you know, make shit happen by itself. It, it, but you're there, but that's you. Like, uh, you know, and it's not by itself, man. What, and what the, what is that shit? I, I've been, I've been running after that thing for 30 plus years, dude. What is that thing that comes through Keller? What is that? It just, it just takes over sometime, you know, and especially when there's an audience in the past couple shows I've played, you know, it's been, you know, euphoric at moments uh, for me. And that's, um, it's just a, a beautiful thing that, that overtakes me. And, uh, I'm very, you know, very grateful to have that. And I'll always, you know, my main motto in life is to, you know, take having fun very, very seriously. And, uh, you know, if it's not fun, don't do it. And obviously there's things in life that aren't fun. You have to do, you know, things that you just, you know, Grown up parent shit. Yep. Uh, and that and that's obvious. But as far as as my you know stage time is concerned, you know it's all uh, uh, a relentless pursuit of entertaining myself. Really. I guess if you're if you're having fun and you're entertaining yourself, then mm-hmm. everybody else is gonna dig it have too fun. and who gives a f- really who gives a shit if they're having fun or not either you know i'm enjoying it fuck it you know I, that's a great outlook man well that, you really you really had to learn that a long long time ago that you can't please everyone right and so start with you know start you know, take you know take care ahead first and then go from there yeah no shit I, I think I got to say one thing I think that's important. Same like Aaron, I, you know, you've been uh, part of the soundtrack to my life for a long time, but it wasn't oh, too long. You. Like in the last year, Aaron, Aaron was playing something off kids album. I had never heard kids and that came out like 10 mm. years ago. And he's like, you have right. not heard this. <laughs> and we all as a family included, they have an 18 year old son and a 25 year old daughter. Um, I don't remember if Sydney was here, but we were all out on the patio as a family, a couple friends over, and we put on the kids' album. And like Mama Tooted <laughs> is one of my favorite songs oh, yeah. that you've ever done. Yeah, anybody Thank that can you. write a song about and a it, fart. He's well, a and, it, and it just show like what you're talking about. Like, kid, you learn, you, like, you learn. I'm 50, 51, single, no kids. I live vicariously through my friends like Aaron and Melanie that have kids and people like you. Like right. that album, I mean, that had to have been so much fun to do, like uh, involved involving your kids and stuff. And I mean, it it's just amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it took about seven years to come up with twenty eight minutes of family friendly music. <laughs> it, it was definitely it was definitely inspired a lot by Not for Kids Only with uh, Jerry Garcia and David Grisman. And I think that one came out, you know, in the early 90s, like 91, 92. Right. And, you know, I was just fascinated with anything uh, around the Grateful Dead, you know, starting to veer out and listening to different projects, like, you know, Mickey Hart's, uh, you know, Rhythm Jungle stuff and, and, uh, you know, Olden in the Way and the Bluegrass. And then this kid's record was just so uh, catchy and it was so Mm -hmm. acoustic with Jerry and and Dave Grisman. my my goal was to come up with something that the parents can groove on, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and so where I can like talk to the children like as if I'm one of one of them, and then kind of have a groove that kind of gets the parents' uh, head going. Um, and get so, the family to groove together. Right, right, and uh, and so the the idea I think kind of came before mm. I had kids actually, and I had like demos of like four different songs that I got to uh, play for my daughter when she was you know growing up or oh, just a tiny baby really and then by the time she was i think she was four or five i don't remember how old she was uh i brought her into the studio and just set her on the couch and right through the monitor speakers uh and just put a microphone in front of her, like i said 58 and uh she sang on all the songs that she knew and we used you know 80 percent of that on that oh, record that's so, so that's special uh, and it's cool because, you know, when we first started, we did, I guess we did about a dozen kids shows uh, around the country. I think it was about a dozen. And uh, it was a big spectacle, you know. Um, <laughs> can only uh, I, mean, I, I had done, uh, I had done uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. I was, a, I was a special friend on oh, Yo Gabba Gabba. We um, love that show. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, I that was, uh, but I was never on the TV show. It was, it was on Yo Gabba Gabba Live. Okay. That was uh, 11 shows in seven days. And, and there was all um, <laughs> arenas. Uh, and they would do two shows a day a lot. And, you know, they had bigger arenas, giant balloon drops. And, you know, so we kind of styled our, you know, much money as we could spend uh, on these kids shows. And we had these. It had this uh, big video behind me and all my little kid songs would have the video that goes with it. Um, right when the doors open, uh, we had, uh, my friend who was a drum curator bringing 80, you know, 80 drums all over the place. And oh, so wow. the kids would come in, there's this big drum circle and uh, my friend would curate it, you know, and, uh, and then I would start and that would be like 50 minutes or so. And, uh, and it would, you know, involve, you know, a big, uh, balloon drop and then like a parade to the merch table. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, wow. And, wow. and that's and that's where it got really interesting. Started to meet you know people who met you know at a festival I was playing and then you know had sex that night in the tent and well here we are with our son uh, and his and, name uh, is Keller. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Uh, so, but just 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 hearing the funny funny stories, you know, from from parents uh, wow. who were, you know, kind of, uh, you know, the bars open and you know, for these matinees, and so you know, they definitely get a little bit honest. It's fun. That that was where the real uh, interesting part was, was meeting all the people at the merch table. Yeah, I'll bet, man. That that that's one thing about this community that's super cool is like when you see it come back around to you like that and and you're mm-hmm. confronted with that so i mean you're you're in grateful dead parking lots doing your thing and then you know you, you start playing music out on your own you're doing bar gigs and whatnot and at some point in the space-time continuum there you are standing on stage with the rhythm devils and <laughs> like i kind of understand what that feels like because i'm sitting here talking to you and i've you know that feeling of surreality of like whoa i'm doing this right now oh okay but yeah i I can't even imagine like the feeling of stepping outside yourself in that moment and looking at it do you 
What is that like? Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely surreal. Hanging out with those guys for two weeks. It was, uh, I think, it was supposed to be a month. And uh, I, uh, I was the East Coast guy who did the West Coast run for two weeks, and then Tim Bloom, the West Coast guy, stepped in and did the East Coast, you know, for two weeks. So it was it was really for the for the best. Tim was definitely a better uh, choice for that for that band, but that was definitely surreal, and, and it was the best times were were definitely uh, on the bus. So we actually shared a bus. Uh, we had bunks and. Uh, and just hearing the stories and, and just me, just, just like a kid. Geeking out know, on the shit. Yeah. Geeking out on the shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, it was really, really uh, an amazing experience for sure. And, uh, I think the first time I got that experience was, I think it was the summer sessions tour. Uh, it was 99 and it's at the Cuthbert. Oh, wow. And, uh, and uh, it was um, this tour involved uh, this uh, <clears throat> string cheese, government mule, mo. Uh, I want to say it was those, maybe those three. And then eight of those shows involved fucking Phil Lesh, oh, uh, Phil Lesh, Phil and Friends featuring um, Steve Kimock on guitar. So. Oh, you know, uh, this was nine. You know, this was like ninety nine. You know, I, you know four, four years after, you know, Jerry had died, and here I am in Cuthbert and uh, uh, listening to Phil soundcheck with you know, Steve Kim. I think it was like John Molo on I, drums. I think you're right. I think I know the shows you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of where where my you know, my mind really started to blow was, you know, being at that you know sound check listening to it and then you know, it's been so unfathomably grateful to be able to play with those guys through the years bob bob weir and i you know played a bunch together that mm-hmm. was that was that was you know one of the most surreal things in my I probably ever you know, actually being in a, a small production office at red box you know just me and bobby uh, uh singing listening to his voice and me singing harmony on the top of it i was like fuck wow wow that's you know that that makes me happy man you know that that this world it it doesn't exclude anyone like if you if you have the 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 nuts to try and put yourself out there and you've you're honest with your heart and your talent the community responds to it, man. There's so, I mean, like all these people making art and there's a whole new generation of heads coming up and there's an entire jam community that's come out of that scene. And like all this beautiful stuff has happened in the moments like that of just like sitting with your hero and realizing that you're doing the thing that you love that they did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oh shit, I'm here yeah. now. This is now it's my turn. And it, do you, you ever think about that and think about the responsibility of bringing that sonic thing to people? Well, that's, that's pretty deep and, and would be pretty crazy for me to say that I go anywhere near what, what, what those guys did, you know, and even though hanging out with them and, and we definitely got tight and close, uh, but there was always that little cut, this is so fucking crazy, you know, uh, 
element to it. So hanging out with those guys was definitely uh, bizarre. But, you know, uh, the takeaway that I'm hoping people get from, you know, my shows is definitely step out of, of reality and come on kind of a sonic journey with imagery somehow and, and forget about what's going on in the real world because it's all going to be there when you go back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I, I don't really look at it as... Um, uh, I don't really look at it as... Um, you know, past, you know, being the next one, you know, I, I, I just look at it as, as it's just something I do. I'm grateful to be able to Aww. do it. I, just don't, well, I don't really think about it that, uh, in that way. No, I, I, I hear you, man. It, it, from a fan perspective, there is a, I, I don't know. I kind of think about it like a, like a Buddhist lineage kind of thing. Like mm. it does get mm. passed down and spread out like that. It, it, it just seems that way, but I guess I understand where you're coming from being on the inside of it. If you looked at it like that, it would, it would be overwhelming. And it, also it is fun to get out of your head. Just like you were saying, like just get out of your head and just have a good time. Remember just that alone being around yeah. music, people dancing, like not intellectualizing it or explaining like, I, why am I feeling, you know, this way? Just like, feeling this way <laughs> letting the music get in you and like screaming mama tooted while you're singing it and having a good time like that nice. <laughs> that i mean at least for myself like because i can be analytical too we all can at times but that's the beauty of um going to see a live show um for me is not intellectualizing it not like why is my foot stepping to the right and the other one stepping to the left it's like uh, no, uh, no holds. Yeah, no Forgetting thinking. Forgetting where you're at yeah. sometimes. Like, what show yeah. is this? Exactly. <laughs> that's that's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Where the hell? Yeah, where the hell is where the hell is my car? Where is yeah. exactly? Where is my- <laughs> that shit will be there later. Who did we just see again. Yeah. I- <laughs> Love that. Love that. <laughs> that's, it's something I've said more than once. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> and that's the, that's what we're missing right yeah. this year right now. Yeah. I I can't even like missing it isn't even close to the word that yeah. describes the the feeling. Yeah. I I don't even like there's the nourishment no, is yeah, gone. There, somebody took away my favorite thing for no i didn't even do anything wrong keller i know there's no way to know this but like do you have any like thoughts of where the future of live music is headed um my guess is that uh being realistic about it i'm thinking um i don't think festivals will come back back next summer either uh and I think it's going to take a long time to get through this nightmare. And I think people are going to have to be creative. Like uh, all these these shows I've been doing has been, you know, very, very creative in the sense of setup and and acknowledging things you have to do and and actually having folks around telling people. The more more people drink, the less, you know, the less guarded, less barrier that there, there is, but yeah. you know, there's folks mm-hmm. that definitely look out for it, you know? Right. Uh, and so, um, I think that the future of at least live music is definitely going to continue to be creative the way it's put on. 
And uh, I think you'll probably see a lot more outdoor shows. And uh, some folks will, you know, maybe migrate south for the, you know, some of it. And, um, mm. Yeah. That's, wow. And, uh, you know, as far as uh, my uh, next project is very 2020 and uh, um, all of my, sounds really weird, but all of my tracks uh, were recorded on voice memo app on my cell phone, on my, my voice tracks and my guitar tracks. And uh, a lot of it was, most of it was all improv, you know, in the middle of the night uh, or, you know, when the kids are gone to bed and I'm out on the back porch and you can hear, you know, birds and bugs and whatnot. And uh, there is this guy named Bobby West. He goes by the name Erothime, E-R-O-T-H-Y-M-E. Uh-huh. And uh, I... Uh, I, you know, long story short, I, I send him these tracks. He puts them through his his system and, and warms it up and puts all the stuff on it and uh, makes these amazing um, tracks out of my improvs with, uh, you know, his, his keyboards and computers and his uh, producing skills. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he'd send them back to me and then I'd, text that song to my my wife and then I'd get her phone and I'd pop in headphones into her phone and then I'd listen to that song and then i sing a uh, a vocal track over it into my voice memo. Send that off to him and then thus now we have like eight songs that uh, it's kind of uh, my tongue-in-cheek um, idea of acoustic dance music. You know, it's pushing that that uh, genre forward if, if there is one there's and, definitely uh, one <laughs> yeah and so uh, so this is this is definitely you know major elements of electronic dance music all with uh you know samples of my my improvs to this guy uh, bobby west aka erothyme so that's that's coming and that's going to be released with this with this year dated on it so that's something to look forward to nice and oh, so yeah that's 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 yeah, the answer. You know, where's music going? You know, there's a lot of trading more so than ever trading back and forth of, of tracks. You know, uh, there's definitely was even when there wasn't a pan, uh, this, this whole thing. Yeah. But now it's there's so many folks are, are trading tracks back and forth and creating that way. It's really interesting. That it is-, is interesting. Like where, where's even the room for like the old way of, um, doing things like with record executives and like, like, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't even leave space for that. Cause you're using your phone and your wife's phone and then sending it to your buddy. Like that is as grassroots as it gets. It's pretty raw. And, yeah. and with the technology, the technology, the way it is, uh, it just didn't really, yeah. After you put a bunch of stuff on it, you know, made it, you know, trippy. It just didn't sound like it was recorded on my cell phone, but it was. And so uh, we, uh, I think we're going to call it uh, Cell. I was going to ask you to call it Cell. Yeah, 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 C-E-L-L. And uh, uh, I'm trying to make music uh, of something I would actually listen to. And this is definitely uh, that. And I couldn't be more happy. And I literally phoned it in. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> if anybody ever accuses you of it, you can tell them, hey, yeah, right here, buddy. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Keller, thank you. For, you're rad and so fun. And that's what today, I didn't have a bad attitude waking up, but you just brightened it even more listening to the music around the house. You're with me when I made my uh, hash browns and my over medium eggs. And yeah, we did. We had yeah. them playing in the, you, was, you were playing in the kitchen and on the patio. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. Cause like, honestly, like whether you are going through mental health issues or not like you are still here and you're helping other people get over theirs in a non-direct way so thank you for that oh my pleasure thank you so much for saying that and really you know thank you for having me it's really fun talking to you guys yeah man i do you have any other shows coming up that you want to talk about keller let's see um got a private show tomorrow in, in fredericksburg uh, um, uh, let's see. Oh, there's the, uh, the duck down, uh, in, uh, duck, North Carolina, the duck down. And I, I don't think there's any, I guess it's, it's a tiny, it's, I think it holds 250 and, and I think he sells about, he sells a hundred tickets and it's all tables, uh, tables of six that are six feet apart. And, uh, I think the first night I'm doing solo. The second night is with my band more than a little. Okay. Uh, the third night is with a new trio, guys I've never met before but from that area. And I'm really excited about that one. And then uh, the Monday is the Keels. So it's four shows in this little place called the Tap Shack in, uh, in Duck, North Carolina. So that's coming up. Yeah. So excited about that. Back at it. Dude, I, <laughs> we, we scheduled an interview with Larry and... The day of the interview, my computer broke and <laughs> and we didn't get the, I called him and we talked for like 10 minutes and everything took a dump. So we're going to have to talk to him. Uh, Those guys are, um, he's amazing, man. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's legit. Yeah. It, all right, brother. Well, I appreciate your time, Keller, man. And <clears throat> I, um, again, I just want to say thanks for being you, man. And if, you know, you're in that roller coaster. Just, just know that I'm there with you, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you, thank I'm in, you. I'm in roller coaster's yeah, not empty. <laughs> yeah, and there's, you know, there's, there's, there's Lex's pro too. So we have, we have that. And that that's what I. <laughs> and we. You know, so it's always, yeah, and there's weed, and there's, you know, there's twelve dollar, you know, uh, half gallon bo- bottles of vodka that are you know, readily available. <laughs> box <laughs> wine, uh, you know. Yeah, box box wine, you know, <laughs> and yeah. You know, some of that stuff's delivered now, too. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. shit, I, I'm last thing I'm going to say is, I really hope you're wrong with your prediction for next summer. Let's just yeah, let's keep that. I hope so too. Uh, but fuck. yeah, we're you know, it's, it's all it's always good to set the bar low. You know, yes. it's always you know, every. Uh, every flight's going to be canceled. You know, none, none of my gear is going to show up. There. Yeah, <laughs> lowered expectations. And when, it, and when it and when the flight goes off and your gear shows up and then you have a reason to celebrate. You're fucking stoked well, all the time. We, yeah, no shit. I, yep. just, I was going to say thank, thank you, Keller, and uh, we're going to we're going to keep our fingers crossed because we're hoping to see you at Skull and Roses Festival out here on the oh, West yeah, Coast please. in April. Uh, hopefully that happens. If not, we know you're going to keep I on so doing too. what you do, man. Got a hug. Got a hug for you, man. So <laughs> I hope we see you thank soon. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Thank you all very much. Take care and be safe out there while you're traveling, man. Okay. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Bye-bye.
all the days when the ox fall down Pick up that oak plow field around Gone all the days when the ladies sell plays Gently Jack Jones, won't you come to me? Dusty, but the liquor was clean. Sounds of thunder with the rain pouring down, and looks like the old man is getting on. 1920, when he stepped up to the bar, drank to the dregs of the whiskey jar. 1930, when the walls caved in, he made his way selling red-eyed gin. Brown-eyed women, red grenadine. The bottle was dusty, but the liquor was clean. Sounds of thunder with the rain pouring down, and it looks like the old man is getting on. Delilah Jones was the mother of twins Two times over and the rest were since Raised eight boys, only I turned back Did not get the lickings that the other ones had Brown-eyed women, red grenadine The bottle was dusty but the liquor was clean Sound of a thunder with the rain pouring down and it looks like the old man is getting on. A tumble down shack in Bigfoot County. Snow so hard that the roof caved in. Delilah Jones went to meet her guy. And the old man never was the same again. My papa made whiskey and he made it well. Cost two dollars and a burn like hell. I chopped hickory for the fire that still. Drank down a bottle and you're ready to kill. Brown eyed women, red grenadine. Bottom was dusty, but the liquor was clean. Sounds of a thunder with the rain pouring down. And it looks like the old man is. Getting on Gone all the days when the ox fall down Pick up a yoke and plow the field around Gone all the days when they said please Gentle Jack Jones, would you come to me? Brown eyed women, red grenadine Bottle was dusty but the liquor was clean Sounds of a thunder with the rain pouring down And it looks like the old man is getting on And it looks like the old man is Getting on
That is one cool cat. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, he's like his music. Like, Sorry like, if you guys have heard uh, my cap going on and off. I was very thirsty. I, I didn't know. I, 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 did. I just like nails on a chalkboard over here. I, I just lower my expectations notice. and then when, <laughs> when it doesn't happen, I'm thrilled the whole time. What a cool cat, man. Yeah. It's like his music. Like that, well, That's Keller Williams. Yeah. Folks. Yeah. Enjoy his music if you. I mean, and his antics. That's what I feel like. That's why he he's got a lot of antics. Yeah. Are fun to watch. <laughs> I want to team him up. I want to see a double bill of Keller Williams and Tenacious D. Oh my gosh, they that playing be great. at the Crystal Ballroom. And then you know how great. like they step out on the stage after they're set to the you know the next ones and come out and do a special song mm-hmm. like that. Yep. <laughs> Great songs. They come yes. out and, and, and they they do <laughs> they do an encore mama mama tooted together. Yeah, it would be just rock it out. Fucking epic. All right, you guys. Well, there you have it. Keller Williams. And yeah. uh if you're not familiar with the music, I, I'm guessing ninety eight point seven percent of you are. But for that other two point three, did I get that right? Is it two? No. One point three percent. Um Okay, you should go listen to it because it he's got a lot of he's done a lot of happy. projects, and it's so different sounding too. Like <laughs> one minute you feel like you're on a tropical vacation, duh, 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 well, and like, then next thing you know, you're like, you know, it sounds like pick a destiny, and then, and now he's got a new project that he did all on his cell phone. Yeah, like, so what? what the hell? I'm super stoked. I'm really excited to hear that. Mm-hmm. What? Creative. All right, you guys, we'll be back next week with more stuff and things, and you know what to do this week, don't you? Yeah. What? They're going to sign up on Patreon. They're going to leave a five-star review, and they're going to call into the tepid line and leave a fun trip report. At from 971-808-1524. That's 971-808-1524. Operators standing by. Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to lower our expectations. We're very excited about the things that come our way. No, I'm not excited <laughs> about anything anymore. Now I'm, my expectations are low. low I'm expecting everything to be happy. Jake isn't going to show up today. Dinner's going to burn. And, I'm uh, still going to eat good, though. And Mel's That is gonna, my low expectation. <laughs> then you're going to eat fantastic. All right, you guys. We love you. We'll love see you, you next all. week. Take care of each other. Smile Bye at guys. a stranger. Bye, gals. Be careful.
Listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now at Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts.